0: Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law.
1: Okay, so uh, this is Lunch with a Veteran. It is Monday, November 21st, and I'm here with Veteran Gene Ramsey. And Gene is the head of the VFW, and uh, has a very interesting story. And although it's generally lunch with a veteran, uh, Gene's uh, already grabbed, grabbing some lunch. Right. And uh, uh, and and I'm going to have lunch afterwards. So we're just we're just going to talk. It's going to be a veteran stories day with with, uh, with Mr. Ramsey. So Gene, thank you for being with with me today. You're I appreciate that. And you have, you and I have had a. Chance to talk about uh, some veterans' issues in the past, and I'm right. always, uh, uh, you know, I always admire you know, this. I'm an attorney, but this guy really is a, a champion and an advocate for veterans um, and out there pursuing veterans' disability issues for fellow veterans and, and other issues all the time as well. In, in fact, uh, I guess a couple weeks ago we were over at the VFW and uh, you had a
0: representative from Senator Tom Tillis. I did. Yes, we did. And it was a good meeting. I've got some feedback that he has helping some of the veterans that um, uh, are from Vietnam. Uh, That is my era. And I'm kind of going to formally tell you a little bit about um, my journey for the last 50 years uh, with the service. Uh, This week being a reflection of... uh, Uh, Fifty years ago, I was in a uh, firefight, and um, uh, we was running a convoy down the Onkay Pass, or Highway 19. And about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, we took fire, and uh, the wrecker I was riding shotgun on, we uh, got hit. And um, that particular day, uh, we had... uh, 14 casualties of the Headquarters 52nd Aviation Battalion, as well as uh, we engaged the NBA in a firefight. And I ended up um, saving a guy's life and trying to save a couple other people's lives, but uh, got into uh, uh, a firefight ambush. And that particular day, 50 years ago, it was a different time frame here in Shelby, my dad was World War II vet, and my two brothers served. And uh, about 30 days after this incident, I got a letter from my mom who said that she woke up in the late morning hours at the same time, praying for uh, my life, uh, I guess the sixth sense, if you will. And as I was looking today, before I came over here, I uh, brought the, uh, rec- the commendation letter from my uh, senior officer, to recognize that. The of this is that you know God answers prayers. He took care of me that day, and the other uh, three hundred plus days that I served in Vietnam. Um, May I? Yeah. So this is a commendation. This is commendation
1: or... from uh, the uh, incident from that incident, from that firefight. Right. I'll, I'll, uh, I want to get a picture of
0: this afterwards. Right. I want to edit it into the video. Okay. okay. All right. So, uh, that's, that's the commendation for that particular day. And of course, I just showed the fourth grade class the, uh, uh, the bronze star would be, and of course, that's a defense medal and many other medals that I earned. But to, the class wanted to see what that looked like and, about the third highest uh, medal you can get in service and so uh i was that blessed really cool blessed to have uh that is really cool. everybody else involved with that commendation uh, letter that we got. Of course, it's a copy of the Bronze Star uh, from General Westmore, and I just brought a copy of that. Sure. But I'm telling you this story to tell you that I didn't realize at the time with with the 52nd Aviation Combat Battalion, sometimes I flew as gunner to fill in at different times, and we experienced a thing called Agent Orange uh, as we'd go into a Uh, hot LZ that would spray that and we didn't know what it was and then as I, you know pulling latrine duty and other things didn't realize that um, some of that was burning the fuel from Agent Orange to get rid of things that we needed to get rid of so I didn't uh, have a problem with that came back, went into Gardner Web four years right out of the jungle of Vietnam, uh, directly within a week and I uh, spent four years that the government paid for my education. I helped pay for it at Garner webb College. The GI Bill? GI Bill. Yes, one sir. of the best things that ever happened to me. And I went on, and somewhere about uh, 19, and I started thinking about 1986, I got a letter from uh, Senator Broyhill uh, telling a little bit about Agent R. And so I went ahead and applied for it. Took a time uh, to get a response from the VA. And I started realizing I was having um, a little bit of problem with diabetes and went on about my business working as a district manager at Western Southern for about 40 years. I had the top agency at Western Southern and got along extremely well other than I developed a, a diabetic condition related to Agent Orange. So that's when I became involved uh, thinking about my own self and my comrades that had been exposed to this. and. I did some research, and during that research, contacted uh, some of my congressmen, explaining that we were probably going to have problems down the road, and I want to make sure that I was looked after, as well as my family. So anyway, um, I became commander of the VFW Post and the the, uh, AMVETS for a number of years, life member there, and um, the DAV, as well as American Legion. I kind of got out of that as I was moving my insurance business, trying to uh, get ready for looking at retirement. And uh, this past year, uh, I had an incident with one of my veterans that I called the VFW post. And within 15 minutes, I raised about $1,100 for this individual. And I said, man, I I need to be a part of that because I'm retired now. So I took over as um, the commander of the VFW. Since that point in time, have letters from uh, Tom Tillis, uh, Patrick McHenry, and, and uh, Senator Burr, all helping with these veterans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I became 100% uh, uh, compensated for my disability uh, with h and Orange due to diabetes and, and some post-traumatic stress with most of us that had been in combat. Had uh, been through. I mean, so. That's understandable. So then I started working with veterans um, at the VFW Post, uh, going down the line to find out how we can help these veterans. And since that point in time, I've got a folder put together at the VFW that will help us with uh, the local Veteran Affairs Office with Deborah Kahn. Uh, I've worked with you on a case. I'm working right now about seven other cases where that uh, Deborah and myself are hoping they'll get sure. uh, paid for post-traumatic stress because they were in the same situation or similar situation as I. And also through the uh, uh, the mm-hmm. Uh there's a national ambulance out of Winston-Salem. That's another route that we can go to help these veterans. So I'm trying to pay back for for the things that I've been blessed to receive, and that's kind of been the journey. Now, as I was working talking with my dad, I was interviewed with a Shelby Star about 15 years ago in regards to how does it feel, how did it feel, and uh, I didn't realize my dad probably was exposed to post traumatic stress due to. Uh, his, uh, World War II experiences uh, who, who also received uh, the Bronze Star so as I dig into this more I'm finding there's a lot of veterans that don't want to ask for benefits that are uh, due compensation and my goal is to work with you and the VFW uh, these individuals and help them get what they deserve. Absolutely and that
1: would be you know there's compensation out there for uh, disability for HRs and other service-connected right. disabilities uh, that's a that's a veterans
0: benefit that you work on firsthand all the time yeah I'm, I'm pretty much involved I've got some uh, other people involved I've, um, I've even got a letter from Senator McCain and uh, this senator out of Georgia who is over the VA Sure. Uh, services so uh, things are starting to move with all these individuals that we're trying to help at the VFW absolutely with their benefits
1: and then there's also veterans aid and attendance which is something that we do here on a regular basis as well which can help uh, which can help seniors or others who are veterans or spouse of veterans receive monthly pension benefits.
0: For the rest of the yeah, year. I think I worked with you on a case you probably. Uh, my name was mentioned, but I recommended that they come to you. Oh, thank and you. that compensation has already started with this individual. Um, right. uh, her, her husband, World War II, and yeah. didn't know that to have this kind of benefit. Sure. And I actually didn't realize it until you brought it up to me mm-hmm. at the VFW meeting where we uh, talked about the uh, Lady Bird deed and, and power of attorneys and things like that. So, since that point in time, I've become involved with you and making these things happen personally for me. Sure, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So I kind of, when I do something, I kind of get involved with it. I walk the walk and I jo- you know, just don't talk about it. I, I get involved with it. I, I, I see that. I mean, um, you know, I was impressed
1: coming over to VFW a couple of weeks ago and you had uh, a good group of veterans there and Senator, you know, Tom Tillis' representative there from his office and I mean, he was just very <coughs> professional. Couldn't ask for a more professional young man.
0: Yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's kind of fun to get involved with this uh, because I was getting a little bored playing golf Right. four or five days a week and grandsons uh, sons <coughs> a couple of days a week, so this is give me an outlet in order to pay back some of my sure. uh, benefits that I've been able to receive through the government. I
1: appreciate all your service that you've given to our country in the Vietnam War, and also... Um,
0: man, the bronze star. I mean, that's huge.
1: That's that's a big deal.
0: Well, just happened to be in the wrong place at the time that I was needed. Right. Uh, so but I'm blessed, right. blessed to be back and um, and be able to to uh, have lived a good life. We don't we point. don't know how lucky we all are
1: right. in the safety of our communities and our homes, um, and that, and and we're afforded that by a lot of good men like yourself who have gone out there, and women, who have gone out there and and really uh, helped our country and perform duties uh, you know, for our country. know,
0: yeah, there was a nice article, I believe it was in the Shelby Star yesterday, about how many uh, veterans that the VA is taken care of, how many fought in World War II, World War I, uh, how many, about almost 60,000 in Vietnam that were killed, but We don't know how many was killed since then because we have a lot of uh, post-traumatic stress. I think uh, everybody's aware that there's about 22 veterans a day that are committing suicide, unfortunately. Oh, man. That are not. And a lot involved. of
1: them are coming back from uh, from the you know the, the Persian Gulf wars and things. I mean you know <coughs> almost every hour on the hour, are one of those guys. Or guys yes, and that, they
0: probably are exposed to more things than we're aware of. Yeah. Uh, and. It, Really doesn't hit you until it's later in life. Some of these uh, things kind of slip back up on you. I had Evan Thompson on last week, and we right, were talking
1: about the American Legion um, huh. and the importance of getting involved in groups like the American Legion or VFW. And you're. you're a huge proponent for the VFW, commander VFW, and and you know that's a great group that is ready made for our veterans coming back from overseas to just go plug into the VFW. And be able to have people there right. from different war area eras, um, and the, and their war era that can uh, that understand what they went
0: through. I want to put a plug in for uh, the Vietnam War veterans that you were privileged to sit with in King's Mountain. Absolutely. Now there's over, I think we've got 114 members now that. Um, <laughs> I think we had 45 the past Monday. Monday passed, it's the second Monday of every month at mm-hmm. 8.30 in Kings Mount. but Jim Medlin is doing a great job uh, bringing us together. They started out with five, uh, five years ago, and now we're at 114 members. So that's a pretty, pretty awesome thing that he started. And some of these veterans are not part of the VFW and the AMVETs and those places, but hopefully we can attract them in to help them uh, realize that they've got some things that they're probably got, not aware you know, of. know, there are people do. there that, that understand
1: what you're going through. People there that will help you, uh, and just you know, feeling part of the, the same brotherhood you felt like you were a part of while you're in the military. Um, and, you know, that's that's why you join That's why you do that. You know, people that have, you know, because you go, you think about it, coming out of a war zone where you know just horrible stuff going on, uh, maybe in the Middle East, and then. Coming, you know, going and trying to sit in a college classroom. Yeah, I mean, you did it. You did. Yeah. It. I'm sure it was quite an adjustment. It was a shock, actually. Is what I Tell did. Tell me
0: about that well. shock. Well, um, because I, I mean, you know, how does how does that work? The first thing I remember is when I came back from Vietnam. Um, I had about a week before I started in the Garden of Web, and uh, you know, I come out of the jungles of Vietnam, and then I'm going to Web College, which is a Baptist school, and I remember man how am I going to get about this it was a goal of mine to finish college and one of the reasons I joined or volunteered for the draft was to get the GI Bill but I remember going into the first class and Paul Stacy was my biology professor probably the hardest class I ever took and I took it in summer school just so I could get that out of the way and um, thank goodness he had an understanding of what veterans was, what it meant took me aside and mentored me into how to go about studying, to focus on that for, you know, for the period of time I needed to, to make sure I made the grades I needed to, uh, to maintain a and get a college degree. Right. So it was a shock, but uh, I adjusted, I think, fairly well. My, my, my thoughts, though,
1: are always, I mean, you know, your mind's, you're in the jungles of Vietnam, or you're in the deserts of Iraq, or something, right? You know, Afghanistan. And, and or towns over there. Either one. You, you, they're different places. But but your mind, you know, your mind's racing a mile a minute a lot of times when you're in those pressure firefight situations. I'm sure. And and you know, and you're you're with this band of brothers, if you will. You know, weaponry is part of your life. Fighting is your life <clears throat> over there for a long time. And then you go sit down beside some wow. other, you know, uh, you know. Kids who who did not have those experiences, who did um, not—you said you came out of the jungles of Vietnam and went almost immediately into college within a week. Within a week, and so, so you you know, you're you're in the jungles of Vietnam, you're you're in these firefights and doing these things, and all of a sudden, you're sitting in a classroom and expected to behave and act much differently. And with people who don't have your experience and who aren't used to those types of situations, and I know, I'll say this, in my mind, i found myself a number of times saying, uh, you know, this this person is full of crap, or they're babies, right? They don't know. They right. don't know, you know, what they're talking about, or, or, or you're just, you can be, I don't know. It's just, uh,
0: it's kind of, like, it could be a bull in a china shop type situation, you know? Kind of felt that way when I first came back, but um, I was able to set aside Put that a little bit behind me. Had a couple buddies that came back and went to Garden Web at the same time I did. We had a uh, kind of a brotherhood, as you say. Uh, during the, you know, coming right out of Vietnam, we also had the uh, many changes that was going on to, in, in America where people weren't too happy about the Vietnam War. Sure. Well, you had people that were, were actively really protesting. I would have. Would have been in direct conflict with what you were. Doing. It was, and it was kind of hard for to for us to suck it up and ignore them uh, to some degree. But um, fortunately, in a smaller town, I, I we didn't face as much adversity as right. we did when we came back in uh, Fort Washington. You know, to debrief for a few days, and there's a lot of protest and things going on similar to what's going on today. Yeah. But we were able to put that aside and make some friends. Uh, so you're not moving to Canada? Uh, well, uh, no, I think I've got a good story to tell you. Uh, I had a brother, went to Germany, and my other brother was, um, I recommended he go in service sure. for the discipline, Yeah. and he ended up uh, getting in the National Guard and uh, came to my dad one day and said, I think I'm just going to Canada. And my dad looked at him and said... Uh, why don't you look in that mirror right there? And he said, what do you mean? He said, well, you want to see a coward look in that mirror. You go on to Canada, but you don't come home. So he went on and joined the National Guard and finished his six years. Yeah. So there was a lot of, of different opinions at that time as there is today. But um, uh, it is a big change today as compared to what it was 50 years ago. Sure. The military has changed tremendously. As a matter of fact, one of my goals this year is to go back to... Uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where I took my basic training for 10 weeks and then go back to Fort Jackson because I haven't been back since I got out. But it's kind of on my bucket list to go back and check it out and see how much they've advanced from where they were when I was in there. Come back and see me. I'd love to
1: have a a talk about the contrast of the military today versus the military
0: today.
1: I imagine it was pretty rough.
0: Oh, we had, yeah. A lot of boot camp. Forward. Yeah. Boot, boot camp was 10 weeks at that time from uh, out in Fort, Fort uh, Bragg, North Carolina. And uh, you know, you'd always heard about volunteering. So I volunteered to be a fireman about the third weekend. And I uh, thought I would be on the back of a fire truck. I didn't realize I'd be shoving coal at night on, on uh, duty for volunteering. So I learned to not volunteer for a lot of things on the county of basic training. What does the Navy stand for? Do you know, that's what I was saying. Well, you know, it stands for different things. I'll let
1: you tell. Never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> that's right. That's the first thing you learn. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, thank you, Gene. I appreciate you coming by. All right. And uh, for a pleasure. For no lunch with a veteran today, but talking with a veteran, veteran stories. Right. You have certainly got some great stories, and uh, accomplished great things in your life. I appreciate everything you've done. Okay. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you for watching.
0: Planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back and tie your elder ball. State planning, benefits, and even probate. We take the planning piece off your plate. If you or your spouse were in the military, we can help with benefits for your family. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back and your elder ball. Called Meg Elder